How's everyone doing? The Tuesday monster just attacked me like crazy. And by Tuesday monster, I mean my own dumb brain. When I set this show up, a little behind the scenes, I'm frustrated. For anyone that's tuning in not at live time or tuning in you know, on the podcast app like later in the day and you didn't realize that I just went live and then it all messed up and then I had to start over and go live again. Ah. Oh. When I get here and I sit down at 8.30 and I try my best to prep the show and all the templates and get it ready for 9. And I was there, man. I was going to be live at 9 o'clock. It was going to be on time. I was like, hell yeah, I did it. When you do all the output settings, like, all right, hook, set up Periscope so it goes to Periscope. Set up Facebook so it goes to Facebook. Set up YouTube. goes to YouTube. And record it so we get the audio. If I don't set up the YouTube which I forget sometimes. Then I go live. Then I'm live on Periscope. I'm live on Facebook. The YouTube chat's there, but I didn't set it up probably, so it won't send to YouTube. And the only fix, because the program has a has a fit, is to, like, cancel everything, restart everything, and I get very angry at myself, and I scream, and I curse myself out, and producer Luke came in and asked if I was okay. The answer is I'm fine. Just need some coffee, which is uh, brought to you by Yes Please Coffee. Need you more than ever, Yes Please Coffee. Just give me all the coffee. And his golden messenger. I like him. Yes Please Coffee. Freshly roasted beans shipped to your door. I got a bag of them somewhere. They're not next to me anymore because I had to bring them into the other room because I had to blend them up and make, uh, grind them up and make make my coffee out of them. So I don't have the bag to show you guys anymore. I still have the music playlist that they send you when you get a delivery from Yes Please Coffee. They send you a music playlist. I don't know any of the bands on here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out. I'm going to check this out. A blend of shoegazy music well-suited to a low-sipped morning mug. Uplifting and dreamy playlist. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So anyway, 
Yes, please is on board. They're sponsoring the morning show this week. I really love it. I love that you guys helped me get there. They love that you guys helped them get there. If you want to go get yourself some coffee from Yes, please, it's 25% off your first order if you use code JOHNBOY or you head to yespleasecoffee slash JOHNBOY. It's Y-E-S-P-L-Z because they're cool like that. And also, if you're watching on YouTube, we put the link in the description. Watching on Periscope, we put the link on the tweet. If you're watching on Facebook, we'll put the link in the description. Upgrade your morning with Yes, Please Coffee. I said this yesterday. I'll probably say this every day. The thing I think that I like the most is you can skip a shipment whenever you want or cancel at any time. Which really makes it, you know, a one-time purchase and then... And then you're like, I didn't drink it. I'll cancel or skip it, but whatever. So go to go to yesplease.coffee slash John Boy. Check him out. I think uh, I'll do the intro. This is the morning show. Frustrated. Need more coffee. Come on. Cheer up, Jimmy. It's not that big of a deal. Cheer up, loser. No need getting upset. We're here. The show's here. Everyone's hanging out. We're good. I didn't even say hello to my people. That's how frustrated I was. I apologize immensely. Matthew Ramirez. Good morning, Courtney C. Good morning, Detroit Dabber 313. Josh, Abe, Kyle, Scott, Norm, King, Leo, William, Shelby, my regular crew. What's up? Good morning. Good morning to Jill. Helps us make our titles every day. Uh, We got Kyle, not Mr. Moon. A lot of people on Periscope. Morning from Chiller. It's a cool at, just at Chiller. Three L's, though, so you didn't get the real Chiller. That's fine. I got an underscore after my name. We got people on Facebook from Missouri, Wildwood, uh, Indiana. That's cool. That's cool. I love when people shout out where they're listening. That's wild. The internet's a wild place. Anyway, cheer up, Jimmy. Dumbass. Getting so frustrated. Uh, Yes, please. (laughs) I just read the the logo. I looked at the screen. Um, How's everyone doing? Tuesday Monster got me pretty good. Actually, I had a fantastic morning. Katie and I took the pup for a nice walk. He took a big shit. He actually walked with us. We came home. We played with him, trying to teach him how to stay. Gave him some snacks. Uh, We think he might have fucked the teddy bear, but then we had to Google, like, how old do dogs start? How old are dogs when they start fucking things? Because there's a teddy bear. There's some liquid on it. He's only three months. The website says six months, so if anyone... Is an expert on uh, puppy ejaculate. Let us know. We'll send you a sample, and you you let us know if our if our new puppy just uh, <laughs> fuck the sloth teddy bear. What are you doing, Jimmy? What are you doing? Get out of here! Get out of here! Oh. All right. Like I said, uh, we were listening to Hiss Golden Messenger. I think he's got a. Um, his golden messenger. I think he's got a what's the Irish singer? The Irish singer. The Irish, and it stoned me. What's that Irish singer's name? Very famous. Van Morrison. I think he's got a Van Morrison vibe to him. I like his golden messenger. Uh, this is the morning show. It's little bite-sized bits of everything I enjoy: music, coffee, geography, history, baseball books. So welcome to the show. If it's your first time listening and you're like, what the hell is this? I think that's a lot of people's first time listening. We're going to go straight to the weather in uh, Puako, Hawaii. I think I said it right. Puako, Hawaii. Puako. Where's my notes? Where's my notes? Puako, Hawaii. 
I didn't find much about Puaka, Hawaii, to be honest with you. I didn't find much. I did, uh, you know, stumble into a sub thing because Puaka, Hawaii is on the big island, and everyone knew that. We all knew that. And it's this little coastal town, and one of the main things that it says on Google Maps is Dolphin Quest Hawaii swim with dolphins, which I think is is they're not doing that anymore. They've invented robot dolphins for you to swim with because, you know, taking an animal and capturing it for humans' entertainment after after a, a thousand years of doing so, people are kind of like, well, that's fucked up, right? So I don't think they're, I don't think, I swam with dolphins once. It wasn't as good as you, you wish it to be. Puaco. Puaco, Hawaii. This place, now, if you're from Puaco, if you live in Hawaii, last time I did Hawaii, we had some people, and you have something interesting about your town, tell me, because I couldn't find shit. Couldn't find anything interesting about Puaco. It just looks like old people and golf. Just planned neighborhoods and golf in Puaco. Look at this neighborhood. You try to tell me kids live here and... I will be shocked. This neighborhood, the Manualani villages at Manualani, is old people. Average age, 65. I'd put a lot of money on it. So what I did was I just went to YouTube. I typed in Puaco. Puaco. I think I'm saying it right. And watch whatever YouTube videos, because last time we had the surfing in the river, wherever that was in Hawaii, that was crazy. Even crazier, I found out about hydrofoil surfing, and this dude's doing it in Puaco, and check this shit out. For anyone that's just listening, not watching, there's like an engine underneath the surfboard. The surfboard's like two feet above the water, and dude's just ripping it. I remember when these came out and you had to pump to get them to go, but now I think there's a motor so you just chill. I mean, this, if you showed this to someone in the 1940s, they'd think aliens came. Look how, like, you don't even, you, my brain for a while was so mesmerized by how this dude is surfing above the water and just getting after it on this hydrofoil board that I then, 30 seconds later, I was like, even the way it's being filmed would blow people's minds 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Is this like a drone following him? Or is it a human on another board? Either way, it's incredibly steady. And this shit's wild. This guy's got to be the best hydrofoil surfer in the world. I refuse to believe there's better people than him. How do you get into this? How do you pick this up as a hobby? It's magic. So I was mesmerized by this yesterday. Yeah, he's just like going crazy. At one point, you can see the tow rope. They tow him into the water. And that made me a little happier. I was like, okay, I understand that technology. I've seen people get towed into waves before. That clicks. Because nothing else about this makes any sense in my brain. But I believe he's doing this outside of Puka, which is how we got here. And it's bullshit. Like, I was in the ocean all last week, and I was body surfing, and I was riding waves in all the way till my nose scraped on the sand. Me and my dad see who can go farthest. I, I think I beat him pretty healthily this weekend. Sorry, Dad. At the end, you got you got a couple. 
And I feel so cool when you're riding in a wave, you know? And you come all the way into shore and your nose scrapes on the sand and, and you're like, fuck, got, got all of that one. Imagine how cool you'd feel if you were literally just magic carpet riding over the ocean. It's bullshit. Anyway, another video from Puaco is uh, whales. And right now in Lavalette, New Jersey, there's whales, but not like this, I hope. Look at these. Look at these whales. At first, I was in awe of the size of whales because they're always crazy. And then I was like, these whales' lives are so boring. Like, at the end of this video, you follow the whale for 30 seconds, and I'm like, holy shit. I don't want to watch this whale for another 10 seconds. It's so boring. They don't do anything. That's There's that guy's face. They're just huge. They're like a, like a, like a giant rock just floating around. But I guess they have a brain. I guess I'm not that into whales. I like beached whales, which seems fucked up. But it is fucked up. But I do like... If you say there's a beached whale, I'll look at the picture. In parentheses, I have a Google alert for beached whales, and I get an email every time a whale beaches, and I go look at the pictures, and I'm like, whoa, that thing's so fucking big. It's just on land? Crazy. End parentheses. Because you can't admit to that, so you have to, you have to be secretive. But beached whales, pretty cool. Best whale mugging ever? What's whale mugging? The next suggested video. I'm not gonna go down the hole. Whale mugging. The fuck is whale mugging? This video says it's the best whale mugging ever. So it almost feels foolish to start with this one because it's never going to get better than this. But this video is just a sea of blue water and two whales in the distance hugging. Did they mean to say hugging? Are they having sex? Is that what's happening? What's a whale mugging? Okay, there's a huge whale and then there's a baby whale. Did it just give birth or something? Okay, the whales are literally just floating. Like I said, whales' lives are incredibly boring. I don't know what whale mugging means now. I'm going to have to Google it because this is how my brain works and I can't step away. Mugging. Uh, It's when they interact with boats. Why are... What? Give the definition in the first sentence is what I say. What is whale mugging? Easy question. That was a whole article dedicated to it, and they didn't put it in the first sentence. Every year from July to November, humpback whales come to Harvey Bay on the southern migration. In contrast to the open coastline where whales are in migration mode to their feeding grounds in the Antarctic, the bay is shallow, sheltered, and warm. It is the perfect place for whales to aggregate, rest, and socialize. As a result, whales display a vast array of behaviors and interactions that make Harvey Bay a unique place whale-watching destination. Not surprisingly, some people refer to Harvey Bay Bay as Australia's whale-watch capital. No answer in that paragraph. In addition to the most common humpback whale behaviors that can be seen in Harvey Bay, such as breathing, tail slapping, head lunging, how fucking boring are whales? In addition to the most common humpback whale behaviors that can be seen, such as, 
Oh, it's breaching, not breathing. Never mind. I apologize. Still boring. Whales and Harvey Bay will often approach a vessel and stay with close proximity, interacting with people on the board for significant periods of time. This behavior is known as mugging. Okay. Not worth everything I just did to find that answer. They just fucking... They just, they just acknowledge the boat's existence. And that video was the best whale mugging ever. Oh. And that's all I have to say about that. Baseball player we're talking about today is Galen Sisko. Galen Sisko looks like Terry Donovan, the brother from Ray Donovan. That's the first thing I noticed. I think they look alike. Looks like he was kind of short and pudgy. He was known as a curveball specialist. A two-sport star won the national championship with Ohio playing fullback and linebacker. Funny story was that his team was going to play in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Ohio was going to play in the Rose Bowl. And the coach told all the players, uh, only wives travel for free. No one, everyone else has to pay their way. And he was engaged to his fiance at the time. So they just got married on the spot there so that she could get a free trip to the Rose Bowl. That was his quote. She married me and she got a free trip to the Rose Bowl. So that's romantic. That's always romantic. Um, And then the other thing, he was a coach forever. I mean, he was a coach for the Royals, the Expos, the Padres, the Blue Jays, the Phillies, serving all parts of 28 years. I think his coaching career is more more interesting and better than his playing career. But he, he has a ton of quotes that are just <laughs> – this is his quote on the Red Sox team he played with in the 60s. His quote is, The product we put on the field was not that great. It was a tough place to play. The writers were tough. So that was his, when they asked him about the Red Sox in the 60s, he was like, yeah, we were bad. Then he gets traded to the Mets in 1963, and his quote about that team is, we had guys who couldn't hit the ball and didn't catch it. So he played on some bad teams. Bad teams Galen Sisko played on. Let's go look at... Let's go look at Galen Sisko's baseball reference. Born on March 7th, 1938. Uh, still alive. Awesome. Love it. Um, six feet tall, 200 pounds. Good shit. Let's see. What was his best year? He never led the league in any categories, he never got votes for any awards. His best year was probably, no, it was uh, 1964 with the Mets. How about that? Let's go to his debut. Galen Sisko's debut. Let's see what he did. What you do in your debut. He pitched the second game of a doubleheader versus the Minnesota Twins. And he started the game at Fenway. That's cool. Let's look at the names we got here. We got uh, Zoilo. Bill, Harmon, Jim, Julio, Bob, Lenny, Billy, Earl, Hal, Jose, Jack, Don for the Twins. Not much going on there. Red Sox, Chuck, Carol, Carl. Man, 
Chuck Caracaro leading off the C's. Jackie, Frank, Jim, Vic, Pete, Don, Russ, Galen, Dave, Billy, Tracy, Gary, Billy. Billy Muffet. Muffet. Not a lot of nicknames. Because we're in the 60s, right? Telling you, man. 60s, everyone got rigid. Military haircuts, clean cut, one-syllable names. His first batter faced was Zoilo Versailles. Versailles? I don't know how to say that name. Uh... And he induced a ground out. Then he induced a ground out to Bill Tuttle. Then he walked Harmon Killebrew. Then he, uh, ah, error behind him. Jeez. But then he got, then, uh, so two on, two outs, and a fly ball out. Then a one, two, three inning in the second. Hell yeah. Oh, ran into trouble in the third. Single by, uh, single, single, bunt ground out to sacrifice him over. Then Harmon Killebrew got him, then Jim Lemon got him, then Bob Allison got him for a home run. Not good. Chuck Schilling. So many baseball players. I'm still getting eBay ads for cigarette machines, which is kind of... I'm going to buy one if I keep getting email ads or uh, eBay ads for cigarette machines. And that sucks. Oh, God damn it. I forgot to do what's new. What's new? Coming out today on John Boy Media, we have Talking Yanks. We did a voicemail episode. We talked about Tanaka taking a ball to the head. Talked about a lot of that. On Talking Folk today, Nick and Ryan, they talked about Zach Bryan's new album, Elizabeth, which I really like Zach Bryan. And uh, he's interacted with us on Twitter. We did an episode on him on Talking Folk recently. And he uh, interacted with us. He said he loved the podcast. So thanks, Zach. And congrats on all the success. He's kind of shot out of nowhere. His story is really cool. So they talked about a couple songs from his album, Elizabeth. Laughs from the Past today is a very unique episode because it's our 100th episode. So we asked everyone their favorite bits, their favorite characters, their favorite stories from the past. Producer Luke found clips of all of them and quizzed Jake and I on how how well we remembered everything we had talked about. So Laughs from the Past is a really fun episode. Good episode if you've never checked it out. Well, great episode if you've listened to everything. I wonder if it's a good episode if you've never checked it out. You'll get little clips and highlights of, like, some of the best moments, so that's cool. John Boy and Jake Radio goes live in half an hour. Tuesday catch-up from the weekend, all the sports. Got a lot going on. Talking Giants put out an episode recently with interviews of, like, 10 people in the in the uh, New York Giants, like, uh, social media community. Little, little interviews with all of them. So that's kind of cool. If um, you're a Giants fan and you follow someone, I, I bet they're on that. Pinstripe Strong recorded last night all about the Yankees, Clark Schmidt, Intersquad Games, the schedule, and I think that's releasing today. So, boom. That's what's coming out on John Boy Media today. I was supposed to say that at the beginning of the show. And that's all I have to say about that. Am I done with Galen Sisko, too? The book. I don't have a hard copy of this book. Um... But I was I was deep in a such a here's something that people probably wouldn't guess about me. I was deep in a YouTube rabbit hole of poetry readings last night. Just just way deep. I was listening to Ted Kuzer. I was listening to Billy. What's his name? Billy Collins. 
I was listening to a bunch um, <laughs> of poetry readings. Um, I like it. Short little stories. And then I ran into someone reciting If by uh, Kipling. And I was like, oh, I mean, there may be people that don't know about this poem. It's incredibly famous. But there may be some that don't. And it's uh, maybe it's something that I needed today. It's like, you know, you should print this out, keep it in your pocket, at least parts of it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, but... I don't know. I think it's uh, like not, not important. Uh, it's good. It's good stuff. It's good. It's good. That's what I'll say. Um, basically, he's giving advice, getting a call from Millsboro, Delaware. Not going to answer that. So basically, Kipling wrote a poem uh, all about like, you know, how to be a, a man in, 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 in stoic um there's like 1800s, very like stoic uh, traits of how to be a, a good man is what he says. And, and you'll, you'll be a man, my son, is how it ends. So it's good advice there. But it's really just how to be a good human. We can take away the gender specific stuff from it. Uh, I love the first couple parts of this. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. And if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you. But make allowance for their doubting too. I think that's that's good. It's good. Like, you know. Hey, if everyone's telling you you're never going to make it or or you're or you're wrong, you know, trust yourself if you got to trust your gut, but give give a, allow them to doubt you and kind of understand why. I think that's good. Um if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating. I think those two things are very very true. If uh if people are lying about you, don't don't lie back about them. If people are hating on you, don't just hate back, you know, kind of like uh, the golden rule or whatever. I don't even like the golden rule. I don't like I don't like I don't like all these rules that people come up with, you know. Um, like even karma kind of is not good. Like don't don't be nice to people because you want them to be nice to you back. Just be fucking nice to people. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't have a, a you shouldn't need a motive. Or, or a reason to treat people with respect. Um, where's the part I really like? If you can dreams and not make dream your master. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Oh, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. Ask any baseball player, professional baseball player, what it takes to be a baseball player, and they'll say that you can't get too high with the highs and you can't get too lows with the lows. If you're slumping, you need to keep your head where right where it needs to be in the middle. If you're on a fucking tear, you can't get too cocky and you need to keep yourself balanced. Uh, it's basically like you hear baseball players say that all the time because it's such a long season. But if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools. That really is for like famous people, I guess. Like, you know, people are spreading lies about you. Um, You know, don't let that bother you. That would suck. That sucks, though. Uh, there's a bunch more verses, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. I've said that. Um, I actually like the first two the best, though. But, yeah, some of this stuff I think is great. Like, write, write it down put it in your wallet type material. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings and lose the common touch. That's my dad to a T. 
my dad treats everyone exactly the same, um, which is cool. If neither foe nor loving friends can hurt you, don't, yeah. All right, that's kind of, I like saying, what I like saying is don't let anyone ruin your day. Don't be the reason, no, what do I like saying? Don't ruin anyone's day and don't let anyone ruin your day. Why would you give them that power? You know, some people let strangers ruin their days. Why would you give strangers the power over your mood? That's insane. The only person that can ruin my day is me, really. Uh, anyway, so that's Kipling. So everyone that tunes in because they know me as the guy that makes funny breakdown videos about baseball is probably like, what the fuck is this guy talking about poetry from 1800s? That's what I like. It's the morning show. I talk about what I like. Yeah, you should cut up. What line? If I would cut up a line. Um, it's a lot of lines that I like in this. I have something I wrote down when I quit my job to start. I write little, like, not poems, but little lines to myself. And I have I wrote this. This is weird. I think this might be too personal to share. Um, when I quit my job and dove into this, content creation and Yankees baseball and talking Yanks and John Boy Media full-time, I wrote on this piece of paper, um, I wrote this. I wrote, uh, years behind, need to make up time, putting trust in hard work and luck. And I kept it in my wallet. Because I felt like I was 27. And I felt like I should have had my career figured out at that point. So I felt like I was years behind, but I was starting to make up time. And I was putting my trust in hard work and luck. I think that pretty much sums it up. If I was a guy that got tattooed, maybe I'll get that tattooed. But I'll just keep it in my wallet. I wrote that at my office the d day after I told my bosses I quit my job to do this full time and I was like holy smokes it's official now it's like oh boy scary alright I've ignored the chat for long enough what's everyone up to how you doing um what's going on Jill must save us from the Tuesday monster it's Tuesday yeah uh will JJR be on time I hope so chiller and Periscope said, what is this? This is awesome. Yeah. Who is this for? Chiller asked. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know if, Chiller, I don't know if you've listened to the show before, but my intro used to be, this is for me, not for you, because it's just everything I like. I don't tailor this towards a specific audience. We're talking the Yanks is tailored towards Yankees fans, talking baseball, baseball fans, last from the past, history and comedy fans. It was just whatever I like talking about. Um... So thanks for tuning in. But that pretty funny response from Chiller. What is this? This is awesome. Who is this for? That's a good description of the show right there. Um, yeah. Loved Baggage yesterday. You and Jake's commentary saved the episode. I believe the episode of Baggage that we watched yesterday was the was the last episode of Baggage ever. It was so bad. I think my mouth is just wide open in awe and, and frustration for the last five minutes of that baggage episode. I believe it's just 
See if I can find it. If you type in baggage, do we come up? Like, ooh, the first one that comes up. Got a secret, and it's in inside this 300th episode. Did he say 300? Um, there's 300 episodes. Yeah. Well, this is a uh, spoiler alert. But watch how just wide open my mouth is. Explain yourself. Okay, so it started off <laughs> just as disgusted. I was doing it a tribute to my favorite director, Ed Wood. He wore women's clothing under his own, straight man. Um, so I did. I don't look great. Like that, and then I just started to kind of like it. Um, and plus, it, it just puts me in touch with my feminists. The crowd erupts. Yeah, so that was uh, baggage yesterday. Can we get a watching guts? Oh, yeah, I think, you know, I just texted Jake because the Yankee schedule came out, so I scheduled out our entire 10-week. It's going to be such a grind these 10 weeks for us, but I keep telling myself 10 weeks, 10 weeks, beast through it. Um, but, yeah, I think we're going to try and bank out, like, all the watchings before the season starts, like try to get record, you know, all 10 or all, all 20 in one session so we don't have to do it every week. And, yeah, we can throw some guts in there. We can throw some guts in there. Guts is fun. There's not a lot of uh, watching guts available. Like, all the all the legends are available. Watching guts, you just have to find random ones on YouTube. There's not there's not a ton. Um, also, I think John Boy and Jake Radio is going live on the main channel today. So, I know that we've had a lot of people that are in the chat for morning come over to John Boy and Jake Radio. Um... And I love it and I appreciate it. If you guys can do that today, because we're going to be on the main channel. So there's going to be a lot of people that are saying, what the fuck is this? Why did I get this notification? I don't want this. I just want breakdowns. If the people that do that and, and, and watch JGR, if you could just, you know, set a good vibe in there, you know, that'd be uh, appreciative. Um, but I think we're going to do this week on the main channel. Anything else? Daily talking Yanks pregame show this season. Living for that Homer draft. Asked Summer of Ned. Yes, Summer of Ned. The talking Yanks pregame show is coming back, and we're also going to try to do a daily around the league pregame show because we're fucking insane. Because we're insane. I mean, our schedule is going to be insane. Four talking Yanks a week. Four talking baseball a week. That's eight. Um, it's eight. Five episodes a morning. That's 13. Jake's going to do a daily show. So that's 13 plus five, 18. Three, John Boy and Jake Radio, 21. Laughs from the past and little laughs, 22, 23. Watching baggage, watching whatever, 24, 25. Five Yankee pregame shows, 30. Five talking base pregame shows, 35. Did I miss anything? 35 episodes a week? 
I think that's what we're planning to do for 10 weeks, 35 episodes a week. 30 for me and 30 for Jake. As well as covering every single game, live gifting, live tweeting, and trying to make, you know, at least two breakdowns a day, which is 14. So 35, 14. No one can do that math. 44. I mean, obviously, we have a ton of other content, too. We have, like, you know, Talking Folk, Talking Giants, Pinstripe Strong, Sequence with Trev. We have a new show that we're going to debut soon. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. That's our plan. It's like 40 pieces of content a week. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That's our plan. Uh, And that's uh, how we made it. And that's kind of been our recipe is just go, 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 go. So I'm daunted by it already, but I've been making the making the schedules, figuring it out. Should be good. All right. So wrapping this up, we got to go do John Moe Jake Radio. Jake should do an AM afternoon version of this yeah yeah it, it, it it's gonna be more sports because jake's uh, a sports guy so and it might just be like 20 minutes but it's gonna be live show after morning um that's that's the goal anyway so we're excited about it hey jake talking about you yes, ending right now playing the outro music see you guys i started late today messed up bye guys thank you very much for hanging out with me appreciate it Yes, I'm gonna be Wubbly rolling dancer Yes, I followed you, baby I was looking for the answer Will you try